can you trust a stranger? No? Can you trust a stranger for 40 credits? As you watch him and talk to each other, you see him turn and start walking down the street. I run out the front door and start chasing after him, yelling, Excuse me, mister! Hey! Hey, mister! Mister! Do you, do you need something? Hey! I'm like, Moxie! He stops with his back to you as you approach. I'm running super fast and he stopped kind of abruptly, so I kind of run into his back. And, oh, oh, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, pardon me, sir. Um, hello? Hello. He's talking. I thought he was a ghost. So he turns around? Do I see him? What does he look like? <laughs> he does turn around. He's a lot taller than you. Well, he, yeah. um, he's human. He's yeah, I'm beard. a kid. In your character description, it specifically says that you're tall. Right, but I'm a 13-year-old cat humanoid, so, like, that's relative. He looks down at you and says, hello there. Oh, hello, sir. Uh... You, are you new to the neighborhood? He looks down at his, his robes and says, No, I, I don't live nearby. Well then, that makes what you are doing extra creepy. The three of you are quite interesting. So that's kind of also a creepy thing to say. Um, is there any reason I shouldn't call up my friend, uh, the clone trooper, to come take care of you? Well, he laughs a little bit. The clone troopers are a bit busy right now. The three of you. I heard a little story about a bird. Is it just Moxie that's out here with him? No, Shrelby ran after me, and I didn't know if you ran after Shrelby. I, I dragged Mimi out. You don't have oh, to. Did. <laughs> I did. I'm there. Okay. <laughs> well, but yeah, we kind I, of tumbled to a stop a few paces behind. We're not, we're not neck and right. But that's neck away. panting. <laughs> but that's what's giving me the the boldness to be so so blunt and brash with this guy, because I, I know I've got my my girls backing me up. <laughs> Three of us ought to take him, be able to take him down. Well, I mean, we've been through a lot. Like a couple weeks ago, we survived a haunted house and escaped the bad guys. So I feel like, you know, we, I've got some confidence. Got some confidence. He said he heard an interesting story about the three of you and a bird. Oh, so we we both kind of look get, at Mimi. So words get out about that. You could say that. Yes. Um. Mimi's just kind of like open mouth staring. So I just start backing up really, really slowly to kind of get back with my girls. Uh, he holds out a hand. There's no need to worry. I was merely hoping you might help me with a problem I'm having. I glance over to my right and look at Shrelby, and then I glance to my left and look at Mimi. And You see the silhouette of uh, Missy in the door to uh, Mimi and Shrelby's house. So I just give Mimi, I give Mrs. W a reassuring wave hoping she'll go back inside so we can keep, you know, okay. doing our kid things out here. Mimi's gonna kind of poke, she has been behind Shrelby at this point, but she kind of pokes her head out and says, what are you gonna give us? <laughs> if we help you with this favor. Always the Doesn't even negotiator. care what the favor is yet. Mimi. <laughs> nope. And he says, well, I was hoping that assisting a Jedi would be uh, reward enough, but... All, simultaneously, like? all three of us shake our heads. We're independent ladies. We want the cash. <laughs> <laughs> I do have credits. I can give you credits if you need. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, How Mimi. How many credits? No, no, all right, all right, Mimi. Oh, great. This Thank is turning you, into a cash transaction. Everything's a cash transaction. Don't kid yourself, Shrelby. Well, why don't we just 
ask the man what he needs help with. Maybe there'll be something cool in it that we could get out of the situation. Play it on this Jedi, man. (laughs) (laughs) It would seem that one of the three of you, at least, maybe all three, have an affinity for animals. You want to describe what uh, what Mimi looks like when he says that? (laughs) Because... Mimi's eyes get a little bit wide and she kind of stands a little taller. I seem to have lost (laughs) my dog down in the lower levels. I am very busy with what with the war going on and and whatnot, and don't have time myself to look for it. But if the three of you could take on this task, I would reward you. So you He wanted us to go find his dog and he wasn't gonna pay us? You want us to go dog hunting? It could be a vicious animal. How do we even know that it's your dog? You might be stealing it or something. Why can't you get it yourself? What's your dog's name, mister? Tell us his name. <laughs> if it's your dog, you should know his name, mister. Ever the suspicious one. His name is Van. <laughs> Van the dog? Weird. That's correct. Do you hate him? <laughs> no. Why Why do you say that? Oh, no reason. Um... <clears throat> Let me consult with my people and we'll get back to you momentarily. I turn around and kind of, we make a little huddle. I put my arms around we, both of them. We huddle we together. We do the football I immediately huddle. Say, football huddle. 100 credits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mimi, stop being so mercenary. <laughs> Can't we just do it for the, for the 180 and I want to be financially independent. Can't we, can't we just do it for the good of mankind and the love of, the love of pethood? And the credits. All right. Hey guys, how does he know that it was us with Melvin? We just kind of look at each other. What's this Jedi's name, Paul? <laughs> he didn't give you a name. It's Stuart. We know his dog's name is Van. It's Stuart the Jedi. Unlike the dog, the the Jedi actually does have a name <laughs> that I have written down. <laughs> okay, so Mimi pokes her head out of the um, circle of girls, kind of shouts over him. Hey, Jedi man, what's your name? It's Lynn Ross. Lynn Ross, man. How do you know it was us with the bird? You can't prove nothing. (laughs) I've been tracking down rumors. This is something I heard about about a month ago, that three young ladies from Little Onderon found a strange bird. That particular place in the zoo, that particular bird, we were able to find footage and I've seen your photos. All right. Well, first of all, we admit nothing. Second of all, we'll find your dog. <laughs> we'll bring Van home. He looks down at his pocket. How does 20 credits sound? 40. Am I just a negotiator for everything? Uh, did he really come here not prepared to negotiate with a, a bunch of like new teens and a preteen? I, I could do 40. Sure. Each. I think you need to roll. I do need to roll. Yeah. Me, me, yeah. me. Yep. In particular, what do I roll? You're. Am I trying to coerce him into giving us more yeah, cash? You're our mouthpiece, so you definitely Let's... need to roll. Well, I yeah, think it's. Are... I think it's a lead. Mo- I think it's three, three dice. What are Moxie and Shrelby doing? At this point, I already know we're gonna do it, so I'm kind of fine letting Mimi negotiate and stuff. But I'm gonna back up whatever right, she asks lead. for. Do you have anything to add to it? Can I like tighten a scrunchie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so three dice. Fingers crossed for a six. I got one. 
he laughs a little. <laughs> Forty credits each, then that that's fine. Uh, that works. Everybody loves a precocious ten-year-old. <laughs> he agreed to it. That she doesn't goes, mean he's got it. She goes, deal, and she marches over to shake his hand. And he bends down a little bit and shakes your hand. Uh-huh. And what are uh, Shrelby and Moxie doing this whole time? I, well, I know that you've got this. I've seen Mimi at work before, so I'm not worried. Are they down you for this it. dog hunt? And, oh, yeah. So I, I walk up behind Mimi after she goes and shakes his hand, and I just say, all right, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Lynn Ross, sir. Where, where was the last, do you got, oh, do you got a picture of your dog so we can know what we're looking for? Sure, and he pulls out a little holograph thing. It's like this little metallic disc. He pushes a button on the side, and a 3D hologram of a largish looking dark dog with long ears. Um, it's it's big. It's got a long snout and a long tail. Big like German Shepherd big, or big like, big, like Bantha big? big. Large. It's got long ears. And a long tail. It's like dark gray, three clawed toes on each foot, a tuft at the end of its tail, and a long snout. It's probably about as big as a Great Dane. Four feet? Six feet? Four-ish. Probably about as big as, as Mimi. Uh, uh, she, she's she's imme- immediately dog. envisioning herself riding on it. <laughs> <laughs> Can somebody ask where we should start? Like, where? ask him again where the last time you saw it was. The last place we saw Van was a few levels down from here in the Undercity. How come you haven't gone to the police or clone troopers? The, Animal control. The clones have enough on their hands. Did you put up? Any posters? Uh, lost posters? We did not put up posters. That is a good idea. What a rookie. Step one, mister. I'll have one of these Padawans, one of my Padawans, do that for You're me. not very good at losing dogs. He's not very good at this finding them. The first time I've lost one, <laughs> fortunately. Well, with your, it sounds like it won't be the last if you keep up this behavior. Any Anything else you could tell us about this, about Van? Is he friendly? Do you want to roll maybe a charm or something? Me? Yeah. Okay. Any, anyone, really. That one... I don't think I have much. I got four if I do charm. What's Moxie got? I don't think I have any charm, actually. Oh, no, I have two, and then what's my heart? Oh, I have six. Do that one, because I don't only have three altogether. Do you you want to ask him, is there anything else that we should know, and then try to charm him? Well, Mr. Ross, sir, Lynn, Bob, Ross, Lynn Ross, Jedi, sir. Excuse me, sorry, just very complicated. Well, Mr. Lynn Ross, is there uh, anything else you can tell us about Van? And I sarcastically do air quotes when I say the dog's name. <laughs> is it that you don't You're believe so there's a dog or you dog don't believe scene. its name is Van? I just think it's a dumb name for a dog. Okay, what do we got? We've got one. We've got one six. Okay. <gasps> Yay! Success! Well, the real reason I came to the three of you is we know about what that bird can do. And this dog is similar. Not illusions per se, but it will know you're coming. <laughs> How do we That's kind of bad if we want to catch it. Coming. Does it have any that particular... That is why it has eluded me. Is there any particular foods, like a treat that we can lure it with? 
We must lure it with kindness. Okay, cute. But anything more practical? It has a particular diet, but it is impossible to find on Coruscant. There's absolutely no way you can You don't find. feed it children, do you? No. <laughs> no, there's lots of those on Coruscant. I'm a chewy dancer. You wouldn't like me anyway. <laughs> I'm stringy. <laughs> no, they, they enjoy a particular lizard native to the planet Merka, and uh, they're very rare, very hard to find. That dog sounds weird. I bet that my buddy Gusto will have some connections with smuggling underground. We could scrounge up some of that. No? No. Mark says no. That seems like You're a You're not going to find that lizard. Idea. Should we um, round up some help? Like maybe your brothers or maybe the bully Bobbis, who's now our friend, and uh, give them one credit each. <laughs> you want to say that in Mimi voice? <laughs> All right, Mister Ross, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. <laughs> Off with you now. <laughs> so, are you guys sassy. okay with me being in charge? Because that's what's happening. I love it. I love I it. I am moving the plot. <laughs> All right, so what does um, Lynn Ross do when I dismiss him? <laughs> he laughs a little and says, yes, uh, keep in touch. Uh, and he hands us a business card. It, he does. <laughs> it's weird. A Jedi well, We have to contact card? him somehow when we it, find Van. I feel like a Jedi is... business card would be written in that disappearing ink or something. <laughs> it's written in blood. It's, <laughs> it's odd. It's actually, it's shiny. And gold, and it only has a phone number on it. <gasps> Mysterious. Moxie takes it and bites it. <laughs> it is hard. To see if it's real gold or not. And he begins to walk away. See you, Slim. All right. Somebody Shh. give me an investigate real quick. Mm. I, I my have six. Three. Mind. I have, I have six as well. Yeah, I have five. Wow. Smatters hasn't rolled yeah. much. Okay. Roll that. Roll it, Shrelby. I see one six. So he um, begins to walk away. He takes out a comlink and immediately calls somebody as he's as he's walking. You pick up the beginning of his conversation, which is yeah, they're doing it as he's walking away. Cool. <laughs> Mimi's like, it's a great start to this. We need a plan. I think we should employ some of our friends for this endeavor. Uh, Moxie, do you think some of your brothers would want to search for this dog with us? Well, also, what time is it? Can we start tonight or should we wait until tomorrow? It's like 7.30 at night or maybe 8. Like 8 because we just Friday inhaled Friday dinner. We could, we could sneak out of our houses. It's getting, it's dark probably. All right, Mimi, here's what I think. Shrelby, weigh in on this. If we want the help of my good-for-nothing brothers, we're going to have to start in the morning because right now there's no way we're Crying their dumb little faces away from their video games. Some of them are probably <laughs> with girls. Well, doubtful. They- <laughs> Your older brother Mifflin, who you named, definitely has a girlfriend. What about Park? Park does not. Uh, we could we could ask Bobis too. We've been we've been hanging out a little bit since he 
helped us out with the birthday. Just, you know, some some extra tutoring on the weekends and stuff. Interesting. Well, if we want to get started tonight, I mean, I'm always down for a good old sneaking out of the house sesh. Also, me helping tutor like a, an ancient student. Yeah, he's like 18. <laughs> yeah, but he's real dumb, so he could yeah. probably learn from a 10-year-old. <laughs> he's real dumb. Um, well, if you want to get Bobbis and his pals to help us tonight, we can get started right away. What do you say, ladies? Let's Fine. Do it. The sooner we get started, the better, I think. You don't want that poor dog out on its own for very long. Sweet. Let me go hairspray my hair one more time, and I'll be right back. So I run inside my house really quickly. I grab my backpack. I spray a cloud of Aquanet around my hair, fluff it up real nice, get that, get those my mullet sides all all nice and glossy, and then I uh, run back and meet Shelby and Mimi in the middle of the cul-de-sac. We've gone home and we've like picked up some snacks and uh, sandwiches, some sandwiches, well, some snack buns. We're trying to think and- about what a dog would like. To eat. And uh, some hot dogs and cheese, and Shelby's data pad, which Mimi has used to text Bobbis and say, "Meet us at the grocery store. Or meet us at the corner. No, meet us at the corner if you are free and you want one credit." <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything they should bring? Bobbis. Yeah. You got just me. his savvy of the Coruscant. Under oh his bikes, ask yeah, ask him if he can come. What about like a, a light, like a flashlight or? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, all that stuff. We that's we get all idea. of that. Just assume we get all yeah. of that. Just like we've raided the camping bin in the garage, and we've got like a flashlight and hatchet, ha- a compass. <laughs> I have and, a, a zippo, uh, a mosquito tent. <laughs> Camp stove. All that is necessary for Lanterns. this adventure. So we don't know what we're gonna run into. We just yeah. don't know. Moxie, Mimi, and Shrelby meet up in the center of the cul-de-sac with bikes and with Mimi wearing a backpack that is almost as big as she is, filled with camping supplies. Correct. And candy. Yeah, and candy. <laughs> and hot dogs and cheese. Sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah. Shortly, <clears throat> Bobbis, Rigo, and Dorf show up. Bobbis says, I forgot that those were their names. <laughs> yep. So Bobbis is a, a large Sullustan. He's jowly and bald, and Rigo is a scrawny Rodian, and uh, Dorf is a Herglick who towers over everyone else in this group. He's got sort of black, oily skin, and he kind of looks like a killer whale. Mimi walks up to Bobbis raises her hand for a high five and says, thanks for coming. What's up, Bobbis? Bobbis reciprocates and you get a good high five slap. Nice. Beautiful. Perfectly executed. That was a quality well, high five. It really was. Hey, memester. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? One credit? That's that's fine. You don't even have to give me that. Any excuse to get out of the house is good. Ah, oh, Bobbis, you're the best. I'm deeply uncomfortable with their familiarity because Bobbis has been a problem in the neighborhood for such a long time. And yeah, I get he helped us and stuff, but still, do people ever really change? I want to remind you that memes, memester, memesters, were there any more? These were all 
Moxie's nicknames for Mimi. Exactly! Which is why it's not okay that Bobbis is using these (laughs) nicknames that they're my nicknames for Mimi. She's my memester. My Mimikins. It's what's going on. What are we doing? Well, looking for a slightly suspicious rogue dog. (sighs) Okay. Uh, I'm into that. (laughs) Slightly suspicious sounds right up my alley. Alright, where should we look first? He said the docks. He said... The Undercity. The hey, Undercity. Bobbis, you and your cronies heard of any Jedi named Lynn Ross? Uh, I don't know any Jedi, no. Hmm. Well, he's the guy who- I don't think I've ever, ever even seen one. Me either. It was weird. He was so creepily just hanging around us, staring into the window. Apparently, he heard about our bird job and uh, <laughs> wanted us to help him find, uh, find his lost dog down in the Undercity. It's all a bit suspicious, if you ask me. Yeah, that sounds pretty weird. Doesn't sound very Jedi to me. It seems like they could just, I don't know, think about where the dog is and find it. <laughs> they can do that? <laughs> I don't know. They can do all sorts of stuff. Hmm, this is weird. Well, let's get started and see how shady this gig really is. Okay. So you all hop on your bikes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, we make do. make your way to the Undercity? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. The Undercity at this time of night is not really a place that you want to go to. It is dark, and the people around are on the spooky side. I've got a camping, a splunking headgear on with a, a flashlight. flashlight in the of course middle. you do. Mm-hmm. As the six of you ride, you pass people just sort of wandering aimlessly. You pass closed stores with broken windows, and... Um, it is altogether a pretty unpleasant space. The ceilings are low here, and it's very claustrophobic. What, How do we look for clues? What would you like to do to look for clues? I feel like scat. Should we like stop and ask people if they've seen a dog? I, yeah, should I was going like, to say we should roll some dice. We should ask people in the neighborhood. So here's what we should do. Let's look for footprints. Because if up. this is a really big dog, it'll leave footprints. So maybe we do an inspection check or something like that. And then wherever the footprints are near, we can like ask people in that vicinity if they've seen it. How about this? Each of you pick one skill and we'll roll on it and we'll come up with like one scene for each character with that skill. Okay, I pick charm. Okay. I'm doing charm. That's six dice. And I'm going to, there's a kind of looks like a, a grocery store on the corner, like a bodega. And uh, I'm going to go ask, I mean, obviously it's on the corner, you know, nothing's going to get past there without the owner of the bodega seeing it. So I want to go try and charm the, the owner to give us information about if he's seen a giant sure. black, creepy, so, spooky dog. Yeah. The six of you stop your bikes out front and Moxie goes in. Uh, when she opens the door, a Lothcat and a Tuka run out from inside the store. Whoa! Um, behind the counter, <laughs> you spot an Ithorian. He's got sort of a hammer-shaped head, like a long, oh, tapeworm looking guy um, with big stooped shoulders and a hump on the back of his head. Good evening, good sir. He's just sort of, yeah, he's reading a hollow newspaper. Didn't even look up when you came in. Good evening, good sir. I've recently lost my dog and I wasn't sure if maybe you've come across it. It's very, very large. Answers to the name of Van. Real hard to miss. Ringing any bells? Roll your check. 
I didn't get a six. Slowly looks up from Wait, his time out. hollow paper. Yes. What do I? What do I have to do? You want to push or use one of your luck points? You could push and use so one the, of your uh, check the condition. Push is the conditions, right? Yeah. I want to use one of my luck points. Okay. Using a luck point, rerolling. Yeah. So he just like slowly looked up at you and then slowly looked down back at his hollow paper. So I approach him again, this time with a bit more confidence. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Sorry. Perhaps you didn't hear me. I'm, I've lost my pet dog. His name is Van. Really large. Black. I'm sure he would have caused quite a stir if he'd been in this area. He's a little scary looking. You seen him by any chance? How many sixes did you get? One. One. He says, Well, I haven't seen a lost dog around here besides the small ones that come and go. But I heard people talking about a big dog down here, rock bottom. Rock bottom, you say? Where is this rock bottom of which you speak? It's pretty far down. Not many people go there these days because there's really just not much there. Interesting. Is there any reason you can think of why a dog would be interested in rock bottom? Well, if you're looking for uh, the freedom of open spaces and a good place to run around, gotta say, rock bottom's the place to go. You know, they even say there are plants there. Underground? Oh no. Rock bottom is the bottom of Dak Avenue. I see. Very intriguing. You've been a great help, my good sir. He keeps talking as you walk away. <laughs> if you get a rainstorm, some of the smog even goes away and you can see the stars. Oh, what a cute old dude. And you leave the <laughs> I love it. I leave the shop, but I keep the front of me to him. <laughs> you, back, you back away slowly. I just back out of the door. <laughs> okay, so that was Moxie's role. Who wants to, to take the next role in searching for this dog? Or what do you do next? And then we'll do. Should we? We should go to Rock Bottom, shouldn't we? Is that in the underworld, the undercity? It's even further down. Oh, right. 9 p.m. on a Friday night. Should we follow this clue? It seems like a good clue. Well, we're here already. Might as well. I mean,. We're halfway there. Since we're out here. So we are where the dog was originally lost. So yeah. I I think Mark was thinking that we would each pick an ability to roll for. And I chose charm. So I did a, a charm check to get information from the bodega owner. And then if you guys pick other two other things we can like. Like if one of you does investigate in the street. Maybe we'll find a clue there. And then collect as many clues and then go to what my clue turned up. Okay. Uh, anything but investigate since we've used that a bunch already. Right, right, right. Comprehend would be... Comprehend is the ability to have the right piece of information or to be able to find it at the school library or similar location. What about run down street? Yeah, so the six of you hop back on your bikes and leave this little shop and keep going in the direction that you know that the Undercity is. As you go, you pass a bunch of abandoned buildings and one that 
the secret nerd Shrelby <laughs> finds interesting called... Okay, you pass by a place called the Grand Institute of Forgotten Treasures. Ooh. Oh my. Is it itself a forgotten treasure? It looks like it has definitely seen better days. I do that thing where I sort of walk past it without really looking at it at first, and then I stop and sort of walk backwards to the entrance. And it, it kind of looks like, um, what would it look like? An old-timey establishment where, you know, you push the door and it's got a glass window in it and a little bell rings. It's, it's very dusty smelling inside. Mm-hmm. It is larger inside than uh, it seems like it's going to be. And it's bigger on the inside. Yes. Um, okay. So inside there are rows and rows of old relics and books and forgotten treasures of many types. There are... Did I just say the word rows of shelves? Because I said, I mean, I, w- I want to say that there are rows of shelves. And you don't immediately spot anybody. It's pretty quiet in here. The, like, softness of old book covers and tapestries and stuff, um, like, seems to be absorbing some of the noise of the city outside. Often, one distant corner, you hear a little bit of shuffling. Hello? 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 Any Anyone there? Hello? You see a head pop around the side of the shelf. He has sort of ochre skin with big, like, sideburns and kind of long hair going down the back. He's got two large horns coming out of the front of his skull. As he comes around the edge of the shelf, you see he's wearing what was probably at one point a nice suit with a tie. It says... Hello, what can I help you with? Have you, wait, am I looking for, I I don't have to be asking anything pertaining to the library or school itself to get answers from it about something else, right? You're not really looking for answers from him. You're looking for answers from the stuff in this place. Is there like info Mm -hmm. about the type of dog? Maybe, yeah. Um, I guess I... We're looking for uh, someone's dog. It's big and like dark gray. Its name is Van for some reason. <laughs> a large dark gray dog. Why well, I haven't seen anything like that around here. Do you have any other interesting information about this dog that I should know that I might be able to help you and that the knowledge of the Grand Institute of Forgotten Treasure might be able to assist you with? His owner might be a, oh it might be magic and it might belong to a Jedi. He (laughs) raises an eyebrow and smiles at magic. Magic, you say? Are you talking about the Force? Uh, maybe? I don't really know that much about it. (laughs) A Force-sensitive dog don't hear about that kind of thing every day, but I do happen to have an entire section of the Grand Institute of Forgotten Treasure about four sensitive animals, if you would like to follow me. Okay. Why we would. Kind of follow back past, like, <laughs> ancient calm links and... <laughs> mm-hmm. As he turns his, uh, the coattails of his jacket sort of swish, and he marches towards the back of this place rounds a maze of bookshelves and strange items 
and takes you to a section. And he says, the information you're looking for is probably here. I'll just be organizing things up front. If you need anything else from me, please let me know. I sort of poke around. All right, roll it. Yeah. Oh, now I can roll my faith. Okay. Well, it would be six. That is a six. Looking through the books, you find most of these are old leather bound with uh, crinkly old yellowed pages. You find an entry on the snowbird that you encountered a little while ago a picture that looks just like Melvin. Hey, it's Melvin. I I dropped the valley girl when I get really excited. Eventually you spot a picture of Van. I feel like when you yelled, hello, it's Melvin. Mimi came over and was like, what? (laughs) And just grabs the book out of your hand and starts reading. Cool. It looks like a gargoyle. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah. Van is a Vornsker. They are wild, vicious, and Force-sensitive. What is this guy doing having a vicious pet? Lynn Ross said it was a nice guy. It was a nice dog. I think Lynn Ross maybe isn't to be trusted. They like to hunt at night. That long tail with a little tuft at the end hides a venomous little spur Ooh. we gotta deal with venom this might be more dangerous than we thought it was <laughs> oh jeez. well good thing we asked the the guys to be our backup <laughs> backup it, uh, aka bait <laughs> right yeah backup. Uh, sorry the audio cut out what's it's the tuft on its tail hiding a little venomous stinger oh dang scorpion dogs force sensitive scorpion dogs Great. Because they couldn't just be dogs. No, they had to be scorpion dogs. But they couldn't just be scorpion dogs. No, they had to be force-sensitive scorpion dogs. Yep. Great. All right. So, you so got glad we came down here. 100 credits is so worth this. It's 40 credits each. <laughs> oh, great. Do your math again, Shelby. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you negotiated better. No. <laughs> 40 bucks is a lot. I'm only 10. <laughs> You're like, I can retire on 40 bucks. 40 credits is a lot to a 10-year-old. So you all got some information here. Uh, is there anything else you want to do in the Grand Institute of Forgotten Treasure? I feel well, like that's thing very left, leading. The only thing left to do is for me to sneak. Like, that's the only thing that I have a lot of. Do you have a lot of anything else that you want to try? Mm, I don't think so. Everything else is like one and one. Charm and contact are high, or are, are, are okay. Mary Frances already charmed. It's true. I did. I did. And I had and to use one of my luck points to do it. Contact, comprehend, empath- empathize. Can I empathize with the dog? Or empathize with somebody to get info about the dog? You could potentially do that. Or I c- could I sneak some information about the dog? I don't know. Sneak is still my highest thing. Is there a way to make sneak work? I mean, you can make anything work. Uh, What kind of scene would we have if you were sneaking to get information about the dog or find the dog or... Like overhearing conversations? And we can't do investigate. Unless you've got something really good for it. What's contact mean? Contact is the ability to know the right person. And get a hold of them. Um, you 
tell me who that person is and roll to find them. Well, I mean, we've already got Bobbis. Who do we know? And the only other person we know is Gus Joe, but Mary Frances would be the one to contact Gus Joe. I only, I only teacher. know my dad and the teacher. I don't think my teacher would be helpful because she teaches dance. <laughs> hey, you don't know what kind of life she led before she became a famous dancer? <laughs> a Twi'lek dancer? We don't um, know. Those Twi'leks are well-traveled. <laughs> you could also... So you're down in this sort of unfamiliar place, but maybe you find somebody down here that... This is like you finding somebody that has information. Okay, so let's do contact then. So I am one four dice. What kind of person are you looking for? Anybody that knows anything. Anything specific? Maybe somebody who's seen the dog. How about a specific occupation or... A janitor. (laughs) You're looking for a janitor? Hey, they, they know things too. I know. Janitors see things. I know my peeps. Yep. Well, doesn't do, do the do, if, is there dad a bellhop? Where's the hotel? Is it? Not it's on way the, up, and okay, their dad is. It's snazzy. It's not bouncer. on the underworld, so he wouldn't know. I still, I'm gonna go with my my gut and say I'd like to find a, a, a street sweeper or a building janitor or Great. something that okay. is kind of around a lot, knows all the nooks and crannies. Roll for janitor. If I don't do well, I'm gonna roll again. Oh, I got one, though. You got one. The six of you hop on your bikes after leaving the Grand Institute of Forgotten Treasure and continue heading down towards the towards Rock Bottom. What were what were What's-His-Face and his goons doing while we were doing all of our investigating? Oh, they're absolutely not <laughs> interested in knowledge, so they were just hanging outside. Okay. Wait, Skee-Ball. That's happened. They're probably kicking cans or something. Oh, I love it. Makes sense. As you go... Um, Eventually, you spot this big rumbling machine with uh, sweepers underneath it. And on top of it is a really unfortunate looking guy. He's got scraggly hair and a scraggly beard, a really long head with uh, upturned nostrils. Oh dear. He's got some ridges on his head and horns around the side of his heads. <laughs> side of his head, the side of his head. And big puffy lips. Oh, this a, person. There's a lot going on here. Is a Tarnab. Do you have a photograph of said Tarnab? Oh, okay. I see him. Oh, so he's he's furry. Got some hair. Partially. He's got some hair happening. Like a hairless cat. Like, there's still some scratchy bits. He's kind of bat-like. So he's kind of bat-like. Yeah. He's driving a street Zamboni, and it's just rumbling along. Excuse me, sir. What's the name of this dog? Van. Van. No, the kind of dog. Oh, Vornsker. Vornsker? Have you seen a Vornsker named Van hanging around these parts? I don't know what a Vornsker is. It's like a big dog with gray fur. And a scorpion tail, and his his name is Van. It's Van. Is that one of those monsters that's been knocking down light posts up in Little Andron? <laughs> I've only heard stories, but I don't know. Do tell. Uh, that's all I got about that. But 
I've been cleaning up some giant poops down here, too. <laughs> so, uh, they've, uh, they're, they're big. <laughs> Pretty nasty stuff, really. Ew. Uh, well, sir, we value your service. Where exactly have you been finding the poop? <laughs> uh, they've mostly been between, in, in the tunnels. The, the sewer tunnels? Entrances and exits. I don't go in the tunnels. Not part of the job. But if it's right outside the tunnel, I gotta take care of it. Uh, uh. Well, ladies, sounds like we need to go to the tunnels. Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> and she gives him a wink. <laughs> which, as the which, as an old man, he just eats it right up because he just thinks she's the cutest little thing since sliced bread. Who did I steal that line it's from? Like, Mary Frances. Have, have oh. a caramel. <laughs> have a caramel. <laughs> Have a Werther's. Right. A Werther's card candy. He just keeps them. He just has some like, uh, lint pocket mints. <laughs> he smiles and the street Zamboni rumbles on. And <laughs> the six of you get to... Should we check out an entrance and an exit to the sewer? Before you get to rock bottom? Oh, no. I, I don't know. So the information you have knocking down light poles. You know what this guy. You know what this thing is. You know that it's uh, been seen in Rock Bottom most recently, and you know that it likes the sewers. It's probably working the sewers. The poop is more important. Focus the on the poop. Follow the poop. The, <laughs> the poop will lead us where we need to it's go. All about the scat. Yes, the bat guano. We want to follow okay. the, gu- the guano. <laughs> Guano. Guano. All right, so we're continuing on to rock bottom, the six well, of us, mm-hmm. and our sturdy street bikes. Bobus is getting a little bored at this point. We need to, yeah, we got to give him something to occupy some violence his small to keep Bobus engaged. <laughs> right. I thought we were going to be doing something more interesting than just riding our bikes down in the dark. Uh, we are, Bobus. We at are. At this point, Shelby's um, hoping they don't do anything more interesting than that. Bobus. That, that guy stole my lunch money! And I just point at a random dude in the street just so Bobas has something to get uh, frustrated about. And give oh, him just just sick Bobas on innocent passerby but who win us friends under- down here. But we're in the underworld. The underworld. Like, these are not all good people. I picked somebody that looked real shady. I'm sure he deserves a beating for something. I actually <laughs> don't uh, think that Bobas would believe Moxie immediately. He's not smart enough not to. We've established that. Hang with us a little bit more, Bobus. I have a feeling things are about to get very <laughs> interesting. And that's where we'll cut an episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. For more information on this and our other projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Nikki. Mary Francis and Nikki for playing on these episodes. Check out Nikki's art at nikkicroc.com. That's N-I-C-K-I, croc like a crockpot. And check out Nikki's art at nikkismetters.com. If you're loving Coruscant Nights, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher and visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Nights.